0: Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women, where we get to talk to incredible women from the IAW community. We learn more about their journeys, we learn about the challenges they've overcome, and provide tips and resources for you on your own professional journey. Today, I'm here with Nancy Tapina arujo a Master Empowerment Coach and Mindset Trainer. And Nancy and I are going to talk about what she does as as a coach, but also how she's how she's built her business what she does in her limited free time and how she balances having a full-time job her coaching business and being a working mom Nancy welcome thank you so much for being here Good morning Megan I'm excited
2: to be here with our community how are you guys out there in Memphis having a good time
1: <laughs> Yep so I'm in Memphis today recording Nancy's in the Boston area I'm yes. usually in the Boston area so um, we actually live not too far away from each other. Yes. Um, so Nancy, tell me a little bit about your coaching business, how you how you got started in coaching, why coaching, and what it is that you offer as a coach. So
2: yeah, Megan, um, I initially got into this, um, let's say maybe five, six years ago is when I actually made the decision, I'm going to start a life coaching business. Um, but I actually started the journey um, when I was in college, um, and and I came across you know I was in a time that I needed mentors you know I was looking for women, women or you know someone that could empower me to kind of guide me into the journey that I was taking this self discovery journey, self love journey, and so I started coming across um, amazing people like Louise Hay. Um, you know, and the first book that I read was, you know, you can heal your life. And I was like, wow, like, this is so cool. Like someone is telling me that, you know, I have power over, you know, my body, my mind, you know, what happens to me, my destiny, uh, came across the Yon Le Vincent, you know, and then I just, all of a sudden fell in love with this world of self-improvement. Um, and all of these questions that I had, because I had no one around me that was really following that same path. It was kind of like everyone around me was, doing what everyone else was doing. And I knew that I was meant to do something a little differently. So I started on that path. And then I continued, um, you know, finishing college, you know, I knew that I needed to get into some type of work that would um, revolve around helping people, because because I loved helping people ever since I was a child, I would talk to people, give them advice, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, you're a kid, but you sound like a grown-up. You're giving me the best advice ever." And I'd be like, "Oh wow, great!" So I even had adults that would like want to talk to me and say, "Hey, you know what? What do you think about this or that?" So I felt like, okay, yeah, this this feels right. You know, this is something I'm passionate about. So I ran across um, through the Hay House radio show a woman called Crystal Morissette. and she had what was called the Simply Women Accredited Trainers, and she's based out of Canada. And she basically has an amazing program um, to coach women to become master empowerment coaches. And so between, you know, having two children and getting my master's in special education, working a full-time job, um, I did her program. And it took me a while, it took me a while, you know, it took me about five, six years. And I was like, well, you know what, maybe I should give up. You know, there were a lot of days where I was like, you know what, this is a lot. Is this realistic? Working full time, having kids, master's program, you know, can I do this? But something inside me was just burning. And I was like, no, I am meant to do this work. There's no way. Every time I try to shut it down, it just came back alive. It was like roaring, like, listen, we need to do this. So lo and behold, five, six years later. I created my business during the pandemic was when I officially, um, you know, uh, created the business mindset, cultural coaching, LLC. Um, and, and it just felt like it was the right time it felt like a scary time. But um, something said, you know what, you're either going to do it now, or you're never going to do it, right? Like you already became a coach. Let's just get this going. And so I said, you know what, let's just do it. So I did it. Um So it's been, it's been a process, but the goal of my business is to help others transform their pain into power, um, by using the gifts of the three C's, which I call coaching culture and creativity, because in so many different, um, aspects of life, different cultures, you know, different belief systems, you know, many people believe that, you know, therapy is like, Oh no, that's taboo. Oh, we don't talk about things that have happened to us because it's bad. Let's keep it in the past. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't fester in your body, right? And then it manifests itself into disease. And, you know, so there are a lot of bad things, you know, that can come about when you're not, you know, letting yourself heal, creating that space. And so I wanted to just start by teaching others that, so many ways you can heal, right? Like you can transform your pain into power, right? It doesn't have to be going straight to therapy. If you're not ready for that, okay, great. Let's look around you and see who's there that you can use to trust or, or what are some things that you're really passionate about? Like for me as a child, you know, um, you know, I grew up in a, in, a, a, an environment that was physically, verbally abusive a lot of times. And so what I turned to a lot of times was writing and dancing dancing, singing, writing, but dancing was where, like, I would just light up like a star, and I felt like I would transport myself into the world, and I would, but I didn't understand at that point that I was trying to regulate my emotions, right, I needed a space that I could feel safe, that I could feel that I could just be free, be me, and just let it out, whatever I was feeling through my movements, you know, um, so that's when I said, hey, you know what, We do this, like, especially in in our communities, especially our communities of color, I want to say, music is a huge thing. And I think a lot of times people um, may not realize how therapeutic it is. And so I say, you know what, we could start that even if it's with kids, you know, and I know that a lot of people do this already, but the combination of like people's culture, coaching, and that creativity piece where you're expressing yourself and you're kind of peeling back those layers. To help you get to that place where, hey, maybe now I'm ready for therapy, you know. And then once you get through that therapy, we need to push you more, right? Like, what were you born to do? What did God put you here on this earth to do? You know, it's not to be miserable, right? So let's keep pushing. So once you're 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 past that space where you're not stuck in the past, then we could say, hey, now we're ready to really see your authentic self and what you can really accomplish in life. So, in a nutshell, Megan, that's how. You know, I got to where I am today, uh, still working full time, uh, two amazing kids, my amazing husband, Um, and, you know, still juggling it all. But it, it's something that I feel like is so needed. And granted, there are so many people that are doing it in the world. That's what we want. We want more and more people because, you know, we hear so much hate. We hear so many bad things happening out there. But guess what? Like someone, a wise person once said, you know, you know, hate may be louder, but love is stronger, right? So if we can get more and more people to do this kind of work, however small, you know, that is on the scale, one person a day, you know, or 20 a month, it will help make a difference, you know, around the world. It's not just about me, but it's a win-win situation. Your kids win, you know, your relationships win. You know, the world becomes better when more people focus on this kind of work and create that space to heal and allow
1: more good and positive things to happen to themselves. Um, also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love the work you're doing. I think it's super important. I agree with you, the, the finding the support and having more people to help is, is really what this world needs. Yeah. Um, I want to talk for a minute about balance because you're still, you're working full time and I know you work in the school system, which must be crazy. I, yes. I <laughs> give you a lot of credit for working with kids all day. Um, and, balancing being a mom, having two kids, also having a coaching business. So let's talk a little bit about balance. And like, do you find there's moments where you are overwhelmed and you want to walk walk away? Or does the mission keep you keep you making forward motion? How do you how do you find balance?
2: So first and foremost, as a human being, there are always going to be moments, right, that you might be overwhelmed, right? So then the question is, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? You know, you Mm -hmm. need to, at that point, step back. And that's usually your intuition telling you like, hey, you know what, take a step back, breathe, and then you prioritize, or you say, "Hey, I need to decompress, right?" So, like, do I go for a walk? Do I go exercising? Do I call a friend? Do I need something fun to do, right? So, plan something to look forward to, you know. Because sometimes when we're overwhelmed, it just means that we have too much going on. We want to accomplish a lot of things, and then we need to step back and say, "Hey, let's just prioritize." You know, well, what's the most important thing that I need to get done right here in this moment, or this week, you know, or just today, right? Um, to kind of make it feel more manageable, you know. Um, and for me, there there are systems that I put in place, right? So as a teacher, you have systems that you have in place. Um, as a mom, you have systems you put in place, right? Um, as a business owner, you have to put systems in place. So if you plan wisely, you know, at the beginning of the week, you know, whether it be your meal plan for the kids and the family and your meal plans, you know, your workout plan, you know, you need to plan if you can every, you know. Once a week, I want to say I do it on Sundays. So Sundays, my planning days, where I sit and I plan. You know, what are those things that are really most meaningful to me that I'm going to see the most results? So I focus on my fitness, right? Um, you know, meal planning, my business, right? And then at work, what do I need to do? Okay, so self care, but also you know, meeting those priorities. And so a lot of people like to use the Stephen Covey like four quadrants. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with that. You know, and so you can use that so that when you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, you're like, okay, well, what's really urgent and important right now that I can just pick one thing that I can do that I'm going to feel good about, you know, um, and it really depends on the person. I think, Megan, um, some people like to say, hey, I'm going to pick three important things I need to do a day, you know, I'm going to pick one, you know, um, or it could be a project that you're like, okay, I don't care how long I spend working on it, but it has to be done by Friday, you know, um, some people are mourning, Uh, people, some people are night owls. And so I'm a morning person. So I'll wake up at five. And like, I will work out, I will work my business a little, and then I'll get ready for the day to go to work. Now, granted that I wake up at five, there are some days that I'm like, whoo, can I get up this morning, you know, so you really have to kind of push yourself or you might say, Hey, you know what, I've had a really, you know, productive week, you know what, I'm gonna sleep in a little today, you know. So. The systems that I have in place, I think, help me a lot in listening to my intuition, meditating like every morning. Like, I have my morning routine also where I'm meditating, right? And so, you need to really cancel out the noise and listen to what's going on in here so that you can become clear on what you need mentally, physically, you know, or spiritually. Because once we meet those needs, we're less likely to become overwhelmed.
0: We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community. A resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: Yeah, I think you're right too. And I think the often we can get stuck in that trap of overwhelm where it just feels like everything is coming at us and it it cycles. And, and so you're right. If we can, if you can find a way to sort of take a step back, pause, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a a 30 minute, go take a walk and clear your head. Often you'll find space for, okay, how do I get back on track? How do I, how do I find a system? How do I get organized? How do I reset this because if you just if you stay on what I call the crazy train Mm -hmm. it's just going to continue to speed up and and have disastrous results and your to-do list never finishes right like
2: let's keep it real like the many roles that you play (laughs) it never ends and so it's like hey is this going to be here after like I pass like god forbid Mm -hmm. right like so Mm -hmm. what's really important that's really going to make me feel good and that's going to be worth You know me getting all you know frazzled over, Um, and then what's interesting is that when you step back, is that things always work out Mm -hmm. like most of the time. Like when you're overwhelmed, you step back, you take that pause, you do whatever it is that you feel is like your your wooza, right? Could be a cup of tea, like you said, a walk. It could be putting on a song, glassing it, singing and dancing, and they are like, "Okay, I'm good," you know. Um, But everybody has their thing, and then more than likely, they say when you stop worrying about something. kind of the universe kind of just takes over and lets everything like work out just the way it's meant
1: to be absolutely I love that you that you bring in the music and the dancing and the like this is something that works well in my house I have three small kids and there's days where everyone just comes home and everyone's moody it's like everyone just there's there's whining there's complaining there's fighting there's bickering (laughs) and so we will turn on the music and we'll call a dance party and everyone just gets up and moves and it just completely transforms the feeling in the it house. Does. It, really
2: it does. like,
1: and then they want the music to stay on. And then Aww. it's like, it's just, it completely, it completely shifts the feeling inside my house
2: and then the kid energy right kid energy is Mm -hmm. that playfulness right like that as adults we forget about and so it's really important to remind ourselves through our kids or just in general like you have to play you have to just kind of find spaces where you can let go and just have fun and not worry about something um so you know that's something to incorporate whether it's a ladies night or it's a date out with your husband or your significant other you know Mm -hmm. um or coworkers, whatever it is that you can just whoo it. let's have fun you know cuz then we rejuvenate we we you yeah. know revive ourselves it's- to come back to the work
1: <laughs> right your soul needs it right you need yes. that that time for play you need that time to to be able to let go of the stress and let go of the the exactly. everything on your to-do list and just enjoy so and another fun thing with the kids is painting right like painting mm-hmm. um
2: you know you could do with the kids and you could do and still enjoy um, yep. you know, I know we would yep. do that a lot with the kids. So it's like, yep. we forget that what we like, the kids might like, so it's like, okay, well, how can I incorporate, you know, make us a win win right. do something that I love to do that I can get the kids to do. And we're having family time, but I'm doing the me thing at the yep. same time. So yep. it's, Absolutely. it's, it's definitely, um, the multitasking, but in a
1: meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the tips that you shared with us in our setup information was empowered women empower other women. Let's talk a little bit about empowering women and the things we can do to help empower ourselves and the things we can do to help empower other women. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite, like quote, like
2: empowered women empower other women, right? Like if you're not empowered, there's no way that you, it's like that, that, uh, you know, self-care thing. If your tank is not filled you know, with water or your well, right. Like you're not going to be able to pour out. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I feel, you know, crappy, I'm going to expect everyone else to feel crappy with me. Right. You know, if <laughs> I am hurt, then I might just lash out at other people or hurt other people on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm having a miserable time with my relationship, I may want to gossip about so-and-so because, Hey, they should feel just like I feel Right. Um, And it also depends on the environment you grow up in. If you obviously grew up in an environment where women are bashing each other all the time, oh, she thinks she's all that, you know, if she looks beautiful, instead of you complimenting her and saying, oh my God, your dress is beautiful. Your shoes are amazing. Where'd you get those? You know, and she'll openly say, oh, thank you, right? Be able to receive that compliment but also say, Hey, I got them at, you know, wherever she bought them. Okay. You can go get them too. Why not? You look beautiful. Mm -hmm. I look beautiful. We have space for everyone to shine and, you know, be celebrated and be happy. So I think that's where the healing part comes in really. Yeah, Because if you don't heal what's going on in you and you're feeling insecure or you're feeling um, unhappy with yourself and your life, Um, You can't possibly empower other women. Now, does that mean that you're going to as a woman feel 100 percent, you know, you know, self-love and amazing? No, you're going to have your moments. But you know that when you have your moments, you're going to bounce back because that's not who you are, you know, authentically. Right. So when I think empower women, there's so many levels, um, you know they're little girls, right? Like we can empower little girls like in schools, right? And so I do like a girls group where I talk to the girls about different topics and empower them. And they loved it. They were like, oh my God, we loved it. It was amazing because there's certain things they can't talk to their parents or they don't feel comfortable. So that's one way. Um, if we start with the little girls, that's even better, right? Because then they're going to become these women that are going to also continue to empower other women, right? We have co-workers, right? where, you know, at work, you can help each other when you're working together, or if there's something that somebody needs help with, help them, right? If somebody does a great job, celebrate them, compliment them, you know, and just because they did something better than you doesn't mean that you can't celebrate them, right? Hey, you can ask them, hey, how can you help me get this project done? Um, and, you know, with moms, especially, I feel like empowering each other is such a big thing, because I feel like sometimes as moms, you feel like you're not doing enough, Um, you're not being a good enough mom. So that's somewhere that, you know, as women, we can also say, hey, you're doing a great job. You know, why don't you come over with the kids? You know, the kids will play, we'll do a play date and we'll get to hang out and relax together. Um, I don't know about you, Megan, but a lot of times I feel like we as women, um, and I'll speak for what I've seen a lot of women do it, and it kind of upsets me is that um, we want to put the world on our shoulders, but we don't want to ask for help. We don't, and when people offer support, we say no. Um, and then we're miserable, we're frustrated, we're stressed out, where it's a simple thing of saying, hey, you know, can you watch the kids for an hour? You know, hey, can we do a play day where we hang out together and we just watch a movie and the kid can play? And I am I, still kind of struggling with that. Um, and so I'm, my goal is to talk to more and more women to not do that and say, hey, it's okay to get support from one another. It doesn't mean you're a weaker or lesser person. It means you're a stronger person. You know, it's like being vulnerable and speaking up, speaking up for yourself, like your story. Like, yeah, it, some things are hard to talk about. But when you talk about it, you let it out and you create so much space for not only yourself to create more good, but you also give you know, another woman, the, the the strength to speak up about something that she hasn't been able to speak up uh, about for whatever reason. So I think that is something that we still need to work on a lot. Uh, granted, like we have come far as women, there's so much more to accomplish, right? But I feel like we still need to work on supporting one another a lot more. Absolutely. Um, so in, in my work, I'm hoping to uh, be able to do that. But you know, you want to share information with each other, like that will help each other grow. You know, if I find resources, you know, that are great, you know, share it with another parent, share it with another entrepreneur. You know, if they're promoting their business, you know, help them promote their business. You know, so I think it's just you know putting yourself in the other person's shoes as often as we say it, um, you know, and just think, hey, what would I want somebody to do for me? You know, um, right. that, That's what I can probably do for that person. Social media is another place that whoo. That's like a can of worms right there. Um, listen, if you have nothing good to say about someone on social media, don't say anything at all. Just let it mm-hmm. be, let mm-hmm. it be, you know, some mm-hmm. people are out there crying for help. I mean, literally like they need some support and they put it out there in those cases. It's important for people to reach out to them, right? Cause mental health is such a big thing. It's such an important thing. So if you see someone, you know, you know, that they need some support, please say something like, just don't make fun of them. Go, hey, so-and-so is saying this or doing that. Oh my God, check it out. No, let, let's not do that. Like yep. do
1: the opposite, please. Right, right. Oh. And I think so. You you referenced the the fact that women carry so much on their shoulders and we're so resistant or hesitant to ask for help and to to actually voice the the things going on inside our head. Right. And I think what I've seen happen on my own journey is. When I, when I start to open that door of like, so first of all, it's building a strong community. It's mm-hmm. having, it's having people around you that you trust and that you yeah. like, and that you're comfortable with. And I think that Connection when you
2: community, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and when you, so when you cultivate that strong community, you you're surrounded by those people. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that community, go find that community. Right. Right. Um,
2: but, but I have to say that you're right. A hundred percent find a community, but you also need to connect with yourself first. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Because we, we, some people are pointing to other people, help me, help me. But if you're but not understanding you and what's going on in here, whether that's right. praying, meditating, going for those walks and being able to, to cancel out that noise, like we mentioned before, you're not going to be able to connect in a really um, powerful or truthful way Absolutely. with the community.
1: Absolutely. 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 Um, so then what I have found is like, if I, if I have one small ask and I start small it it builds up that comfort of, oh, that went well. Okay. Maybe, maybe I can let these people in. Maybe I can ask for more. Um, And I think it's important to be able to, to go to our communities and go to our friends and go to our networks and go to the people we know when challenges arise, Mm -hmm. maybe not every challenge, but when you let people in, it also, one of the things you said, it leads them to then say, oh, I can ask you for help too. Mm-hmm. When life is hard, I can come to you. And I yeah. think it's important that we support each other and lift each other up in that way. So, and, and
2: I think that. you said it right on the money. It could be, you know, church, it could be school, at work. Um, social media is a big piece of that now, right? Yep. Um, and so I think that is a little daunting sometimes because I, I I personally prefer the personal person, like be in front of me, you know? So now this, this whole social media thing where you're like talking to someone who's basically like a stranger, Like you said, you have to do small ask, right? Like to grow that that relationship, that trust that you can then form, like some type of community support Mm -hmm. around it, you know. And Mm -hmm. so, people that don't have people around them, like they said, you know, know, they've said that you know you can find groups, you can create groups, you know, you don't have to wait. You can create groups if you know there are women like you in your area that want the same thing. Create the group, start it, whether it's on social media or in person there's the international women's association which is another great place you know to find that community um, you know yeah. women globally right so this is like amazing yeah. right yes yeah, yeah. So and that's here
1: that's one of the things that we've tried to do with connecting people is making people a bit more comfortable with sharing and ask so at all of our events we do something called a share your ask and it gives you the connect it gives you the the information to connect with other people that were in the room with you, whether it's a virtual room or physically in a room at an event. Um, but then it also says, what support do you need right now? And and this is more catered towards your business or your career, mm-hmm. but it helps you get comfortable with saying, thinking, first of all, okay, where do I really need support right now? But then also putting out there, this is how, this is what could help my life right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. it's
2: having it's, that strength to ask. And then someone absolutely. else will say, wow, like maybe that's what I need too, or Hey, can you help me with something? You know, Mm -hmm. it's a great feeling.
1: Make it a win-win. Yeah. Um, So Nancy, our listeners can find you online at mindsetculturalcoaching.com. Yes. And on social media at Cultural Mindset, correct? Yes, definitely. And we'll have those linked up in our listening notes as well. Um, As we wrap up here, any any last tips or words of advice that you want to share with with our listeners? I think- Cancel out the noise. I would say cancel out the noise,
2: right? Listen to yourself, your mind, your body, what you need. And then I think you'll be more in tune to the other people around you, right? And what they might need or what they might be feeling um, so that we can just be more kind and gentle and compassionate with one another. I think we need that a lot more. Um, and the more we do that and we focus on that, the less noise we'll probably hear about all the other uh, things that are happening that are probably not as. Um, not as, how do I say this? It's reality, right? But it's it's not as uplifting, right? Yep. So we need to remember yep. that there are so many little good things happening and little good things come piled together, create really good things, big things. So-
1: Absolutely. All right. So- Nancy, I love chatting with you thank here today. You, thank you for being here. To everyone listening, be sure to go follow Nancy, connect with her. And thank you for tuning in today. We will be back again next week with another great episode for you. Thanks again for listening in. Thanks, Nancy, for being here. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you, Megan. Bye, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.